Hello, beautiful people. Today is April 7th. It is Tuesday, which means it's the day after Monday. And it's also a day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. So today we are going to be talking about refuge. Um, Especially in this time, what does it mean to truly have a home? There's so many different people struggling with so many different things that it's hard to say that they are safer, truly safer at home, when even home causes problems and issues for so many different people. So today, I wanted to go to a scripture that has always been of refuge to me. I mean, it didn't matter what the situation was. This was what I read on the floor crying out to God. When I was sick, when I was going through mental health issues, when I was going through breakups, it didn't matter what it was. This scripture felt like a hug from my father, from my heavenly father, and it's taken me through life. And so I wanted to share this very powerful scripture with you. This comes from Psalm 71. And it says, I'm reading from the New International Version. It says, In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, rescue me and deliver me. Turn your ear to me and save me. Be my rock of refuge to which I can always go. Give the command to save me for you Are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of those who are evil and cruel. For you have been my hope, sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth. From birth I have relied on you. You brought me forth from my mother's womb. I will ever praise you. I become a sign to many. You are my strong refuge. My mouth is Filled with your praise, declaring your splendor all day long. Do not cast me away when I am old. Do not forsake me when my strength is gone. For my enemies speak against me. Those who wait to kill me conspire together. They say God has forsaken him. Pursue him and seize him, for no one will rescue him. Do not be far from me, my God. Come quickly, God, to help me. May my accusers perish in shame. May those who want to harm me be covered with scorn and disgrace. As for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous deeds, of your saving acts all day long, though I know not how to relate them all. I will come and proclaim your mighty act, sovereign Lord. I will proclaim your righteous deeds, yours alone. Since my youth... God, you have taught me, and to this day, I declare your marvelous deeds. Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, my God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. Your righteousness, God, reaches to the heavens, you who have done great things. Who is like you, God? Though you may make me see troubles, Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. 
from the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. You will increase my honor and comfort me once more. I will praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, my God. I will sing praise to you with the lyre, Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praise to you, I whom you have delivered. My tongue will tell of your righteous acts all day long, for those who wanted to harm me have been put to shame and confusion. Yes. All right. Let us pray. God, thank you so much for this day. I think we say that so many times when we pray and we hear it so many times, but it's true. Every blessing that you have right now in your life is a gift. It is a gift from God. As we learned um, in Isaiah 55, as we learned in our previous chapter of Isaiah, nothing is without purpose. He sends blessings down to us for a reason. And anything that he speaks over your life, it never returns to him empty. It never returns to him void. So because of that, God, yes, we thank you even for this day because a lot of us take these days for granted. We think that we are going to wake up in the morning. We know for a fact what we're going to eat in the morning. We know for a fact who we're going to talk to, what we're going to see, what we're going to watch on TV. But none of us know. And it's important to remember that you are the bestower of all blessings. You are the steward, God. So yes, we thank you for this day, even this day of difficulty, this hard time in the world, God. But this is, this is where you show up. You've always been there. But this is where you show up and show out. In situations like these, where it feels like it's too much for us to bear. We need your strength and we need your help, God. And I want to pray that you open our eyes, that you open our ears and our hearts to the things that you want revealed in your word today. We desperately need you. And we pray that you cover us with your love and with your spirit as we venture through what makes you who you are, God. We just want to know more of you. We just want to be able to see you, God, for who you are. And though we may not be able to comprehend it fully, God, we can try. In Jesus' name I pray, guide us and help us. Amen. So, This is a time of extreme stress. And we know that stress can either make us or break us. And we know that God allows us to go through rivers and through fires as we we read yesterday. So are you going to let this make you or break you? Are you going to let this overtake you when we already know God does not give us more than we can bear more than we can bear ourselves that doesn't even account for the strength that he is constantly supplying to you
That's why he says you can do anything through Christ who strengthens you. So this scripture came from a time in my life where I was ill. I was the sickest I'd ever been. Um, And this was about two and a half years ago. I was living um, in Georgia for the summer and I was preparing to come back to Indiana in order to do some summer work with the university. And I got hit with chills, intense body aches, headaches, a nasty cough, a sore throat that rivaled any other I had previously. I mean, I was sick and I thought, I honestly thought I was dying. Um, But I'm also a hypochondriac. I deal with worrying. And that was the first moment in my life I said, no, this is different, God. There's something wrong. And so I went to the hospital, much to my um, mother's dismay. She said, you're fine. And I said, no, Mom, this feels different. And I thank God that it did because then I was able to get my diagnosis of celiac disease, which is an autoimmune disorder that causes your body to um, basically attack itself whenever it senses a particular invader. And in this case, that invader was gluten. Gluten, of all things. And gluten it itself is is what makes um, and what's is what makes bread so good, uh, wheat products so good, and in its core, it's it's just a mixture of proteins, and it's found in almost everything. Next time you go to a store to a restaurant, look for the words gluten free, uh, because years ago that wasn't that wasn't um that wasn't a thing. But now it is. And so people like me who have to stay away from gluten, we are able to partake in a lot of the things that other people partake in every single day. But that was a difficult diagnosis because essentially the doctor said, yeah, you tested positive. You can try a gluten-free diet. Um, hopefully it works out. That's basically what he told me. I had to navigate it myself. I didn't know what I could eat. But I didn't know whether it was gluten withdrawal or I was actually sick with something that summer as well. But um, me eating gluten caused my body to go into a spiral. And then whatever that illness was compounded on top of that, I I mean, I would wake up drenched in sweat. And I was at my friend's house at the time. um, And she lived in Indiana and her, her mom took me in for the summer. But... I I was drenched in sweat. We prayed every single night. I had I kept telling people I don't know what's going to happen. And that was the the most scared I've ever been in my life. But this scripture, a lot of the different passages and psalms um but this scripture particularly it brought me through difficult times. And that's what the word of God was created to do is to reveal his nature to us and to get us through to get us through anything and and he cries out to the lord this is a cry this is why i loved it so much because it was desperate it it was for someone who wasn't afraid to say god i need you i mean he is throwing everything he has into this prayer 
He said, do not cast me away when I'm old. Do not forsake me when my strength is gone. For my enemies speak against me. Those who wait to kill me conspire together. Then he says, as for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. God. And then he says, be my rock of refuge to which I can always go. Give the command to save me for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of those who are evil and cruel. He is begging God to be his place of refuge. You know, we're in this we're in this shelter in place order. Um, Some states are calling it safer at home. But let's think about those who aren't safer. Children who are being abused, partners dealing with domestic violence, those whose sexuality is an excuse for their parents or loved ones to mistreat them. And and they don't feel comfortable in their own home because of that judgment, because of that lack of love and sensitivity. Those dealing with alcoholism, those dealing with drug addiction, those dealing with any addiction, those with depression. So those people are safer from what? From the virus? Right now, our entire world is focused on the virus. But let me tell you, God, God's not really worried about it. (laughs) Because God already had it handled. There's nothing that happens under the sun that he doesn't know about, that he doesn't allow to happen. The devil doesn't do anything without God's permission. He can't. I mean, he doesn't go above God. God is the ultimate creator. He has the most sovereignty of any, of any living thing. So nothing happens without his permission. God already knew about this And he already knows about the problems that plague us continually. The problems that make our homes unsafe. So what are they really safe from? Just because our priority is this virus does not mean that these people are safer at home. And they need refuge. And I encourage you to intercede on behalf of someone who may be in an unsafe place. A place that was not meant to inspire growth, to to nurture them. That is a very difficult situation for anyone to be in in this time of fear and uncertainty. But he says, be my rock of refuge. So even though you may not be safe at home... You always have refuge in God, even if you are safe. Whatever safe may mean to you, God is always your refuge. That's why we say that the church is not a building. That's why I said it's in the hearts of believers and unbelievers alike. alike. Those who have unbelief and disbelief. God is in all of us. So when we need refuge... 
we can always just go to him. We can always open up our mouths and say, God, be my refuge. God, be my safe place. God, be my haven, be my rock to which I can always go. Give the command to save me. Ask God to save you from yourself, from others, from your addiction, from your mental health issues. Ask him to be able to give you the strength to go through all of these, all of these things. They said, deliver me, my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of those who are evil and cruel. Remember that there are no principalities on earth that can separate you from God's love. There's a long list of things that um, are in that scripture. But the most important thing is it basically says nothing can separate you from the love of God. So not not what we're going through right now not what we've been through not what we will go through and this isn't this isn't the toughest time in your life there will be tougher times ahead but the the hope is that you see that peace can come from God God himself even when you are in the midst of a valley even when you are in the lion's den and I know, I know children, I know people who are not in environments right now that are, that are safe for them. We all have heard of the uh, Gabriel Fernandez story, the Gabriel Fernandez story. And it's heartbreaking, but it's a reality for so many children, for so many different people. I mean, domestic violence, as we have heard about in recent weeks, has dramatically increased now that people are forced or people are heavily encouraged to stay in their homes. So what do we say about those people? Why will God allow them to be there? Well, don't, let's remember that Daniel was in the lion's den. The lion's den. He was supposed to die. They wanted him to die. But he prayed. He prayed just just like this prayer he prayed for god for for god to reveal himself to him for god to to show him grace and he didn't necessarily ask to be delivered from that situation but god delivered him anyway imagine what will happen if you just ask ask and you shall receive so I'm not saying that automatically a cloud's going to come from the sky and, and take those people out of those dangerous situations. But God can work miracles in places where you think that no miracles are possible. He can make a way out of no way. That's who he is. That's who he's been since the beginning of time. That's who he will be for you. You just have to believe it. Even when you are in the pit of despair and the valley and the place that is desolate and lonely and terrifying, God is with you. Whether you want him with you or not, he is your, you are his child. He is your father. There is nothing that can separate you from his love. There is absolutely nothing. So to all those people who are, are in situations that feel overwhelming situations and you are going through pain you can even be going through physical pain you're going through emotional pain mental pain let me tell you that God is your refuge he said come to me come to me do not harden your heart against me the day you hear me do not harden your heart and he's speaking to you he says I will be your refuge 
You will be amazed at what he can do when it feels like nothing can be done. I felt like nothing could be done. I've been in a situation before where my my um, sibling and I were in an abusive home. He was the one that dealt with it the most because it was his relative instead of mine. And I saw him go through that pain and I kept thinking, why, God, why are you allowing this to happen to this precious boy, to this 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 boy who wouldn't hurt a fly why to him and not me and I, I could not understand all I know is that my brother is still alive today all I know is that my brother has a heart of gold today my brother is one of the ultimate testaments of forgiveness that I know in my life I mean, the love that he has for people, the kindness, compassion, even through everything that he's been through. And I'm not saying that, thank God, he went through that terrible stuff so that he can be kind and compassionate. No, but God brought him through it, even when I didn't think that he would get through it. I didn't think I could continue to watch him suffer in this way. But us turning to God proved to us there is nothing too big for him. And that bad things happen, but good things happen at the end of the other side. The other side is always there. It may not feel like it, but it is. And there's people dealing with suicidal thoughts, people dealing with depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, things that that really drain you. They drain you. Even just trying to keep a, a good, strong face for your children, it drains you. Well, guess what? God is there to supply all of your needs. All of your needs. The prayer continues, my mouth is filled with your praise, declaring your splendor all day long. My mouth is filled with your praise, even though I'm hurting, even though it's painful, even though it's hard, even though I can't see the end in sight, even though it's uncertain, even though I'm fearful, even though I'm anxious, even though I want to scream, even though my tears won't stop rolling, God, I will not stop declaring your splendor. My mouth is still filled with your praise. You have to praise him before, before he even moves because he's already moving. Praise him before you see the end of that situation. Praise him before he brings you through. Praise him in the middle of the storm. That is where you find the beauty of God. That is when you say to him, I am your child. I have faith. Even though it may be the size of a mustard seed, God, I have faith that you will deliver me. I love you. I need you. I will praise you through it. Praising him through it, through the fire, through the storm, through the waters. That's that's how you find peace. Because if everything around you is burning and you can still praise him you can still thank him for the blessings that you have tell me what can overcome you he said we are more than conquerors more than conquerors conquerors they got the victory conquerors they won the battle So what does it mean to be more than a conqueror? When you're more than a conqueror, you win more than just your battles. Think about it, the battles that you have today, whether it be what to eat, um, 
who to talk to, what relationship to sever, the things that you go through on a daily basis, you conquer them all, right? What does it mean to do more than that? That means more than just the battles that you win when you beat cancer, when you get that job, when you finally find that partnership that you've been that you've been wanting and that has been sent to you by God. More than all of that, you get to be a part of a kingdom that grants you everlasting life, that grants you everlasting peace. You get to be a part of God's family. You're more than a conqueror. You're more than the battles that you face on this mortal plane. You are more than anything that you think you could be because of him who came and died for you. We're in the month of Easter right now, and we should really take in the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And and, and look, from the tomb, he rose. Where is your tomb today? Do you have a friend who is in the tomb right now? Their own tomb. Their tomb of darkness. Their tomb of, of, of danger. Their tomb of fear. What tomb are they in? What tomb are you in? Reach out to just one person who may not be safer at home and tell them you love them. Offer to pray with them. Talk with them. Be. Be a part of the solution. Be a part of that refuge that God gives us. Lead them. Lead them to that refuge. Let them know that God is waiting with open arms. He's been there with them the entire time. Tell them that he's waiting. He's knocking on your heart. He said, let me enter. Let me enter. When my children hear me by my name, let them not harden their hearts to me. He's desperate for you to open your heart. Desperate for them to finally let him in. Because he will provide. And he is a savior. He saves. Okay? No matter the situation. No matter the situation. Wow, that went a bit longer than I wanted it to. But God is just so good. And there's too many things to talk about. Too many things. Um, But let's, let's close this with a prayer. God, we pray for all of the people that we mentioned that may not be safer at home. We know that it's a privilege to be in a place where we are fed and clothed. We have shelter. God, all of those things are extreme, extreme blessings that not everyone gets to have. But those of us who have it, we say thank you. And those of us who don't, God, we still say thank you. Why? Because we praise you in the middle of it. We know that you will provide. We know that we will get through. God, all of our circumstances are different. We have different battles. But we are more than our battles. We are more than the victories of our battles because we are more than conquerors, God, through him who saved us. You save us. We cry out to you. Be our refuge. Be our rock. Do not cast us away. Do not forsake us, God. We know that you won't and we believe it we believe it now we believe it then god even in the valley even in the lion's den and the storm and the fire you are still there working god there is nothing that you can't do there's nothing that you won't do if it's for the good of those who love you all things are working for our good and this terrible 
terrible time, God. People, people are, are grasping onto anything to keep themselves sane, especially those who are not in places that were meant for them to be able to feel love, to feel hope. Those who, 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 their enemies who, who want to attack them on all sides. Children who have enemies in their parents. God. Partners who have enemies in the people that they thought they would love for the rest of their life. We know that you make our enemies our footstools. And we pray that, God, allow them to overcome their circumstances. But allow them to praise you through it right now that's where we find peace god because we know you're gonna do it you're just waiting for us to let you in to open our hearts we don't want to harden our hearts to you god we don't want to make you sad we don't want to make you angry god we don't want to disappoint you we want you to feel loved just as you love us god you are the only god you say there is no one before or after me I am alpha, end, omega, beginning and end. And you already know the end. We don't. But we're running this race with you and you are right beside us, God. And the victory is already yours. So claim it. It's already yours. No matter how hard it gets, it's already yours. It's already ours. God, thank you so much. We just want to say that we need you that we need you as our place of refuge, God, that we thank you for your sacrifice, your son, God, that he intercedes on our behalf and that we intercede for others. God, we can be the difference. We are your witnesses. We can be living testimonies and we are. We are more than conquerors. In Jesus' name and your blessed name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for listening Um, Wherever you are, whoever you may be, whenever you may hear this, thank you so much for tuning in. We are all in this together. We are all more than conquerors. Stay blessed and stay hopeful. Keep your head up because better times are ahead. And I pray that for you in this time, you are able to look back and see that God poured out so many blessings over your life, blessings that you didn't even think about, blessings that you took for granted. Let's not take those for granted. Let's let's be thankful and let's be grateful and let's help others in need. And I pray that for you. And thank you once again for listening. And God willing, I will see you next time.